I'm Nadia, dietitian and certified intuitive eating counsellor, and welcome to Good Enough Nutrition, the podcast, a space where we chat all about nutrition and well-being, intuitive eating, body image, and a sprinkle of all things periods and hormones. I'm here to remind you that guilt has no place near our food or bodies, and that you are good enough as you are always. So let's dig in. Hello, beautiful people. Happy 2024. Welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited to be kicking off season three. I thought I would jump into your feeds just to introduce season three, give you a little bit of an overview about what to expect, uh, and maybe an update about what I'm doing this year, where I'm working, who I'm seeing. And then I also wanted to share with you a little analogy that I love sharing with clients. It's called the rowboat analogy, um, but I've actually changed it a little bit recently and I wanted to share the updated version. So let's get into it. What has been lighting me up recently is seeing some of my lovely clients catching up again after about a month. I had three weeks almost three weeks off and my partner and I took our van up to New South Wales and it was just it's such a beautiful part of the world a beautiful part of Australia and I switched off Instagram and I turned off my emails and it was so nice just to disconnect so that really lit me up but then getting back and seeing my wonderful clients I it's just been so amazing to hear about them getting through what can be a really challenging time that is the festive season Christmas if you celebrate and New Year's so I just wanted to say I'm really proud of you for getting through that time like I said it can be really challenging and you did it we're here we made it to end of January a lot of my clients uh, were expressing how different this Christmas was for them. It was super exciting to hear when they were saying things like it was the first year in a long, long time that I was actually able to relax around food. Perhaps they were able to set a boundary that they haven't been able to set before around things like comments on food or comments on their body or other people's body and sometimes some of my clients they might not have been able to set a boundary but at least they were able to say hey this year I didn't actually internalize those comments you know I was able to separate from myself from them I was able to say those comments aren't for me and they're not related to me and they say nothing about me as a person so at least they might they've been able to get through the Christmas season without internalizing that and whatever however you showed up over Christmas New Year's the festive season however you celebrate I am so proud of you for getting through and I really hope that you are coming into 2024 feeling relaxed and rejuvenated and ready to go moving into the podcast for 2024 into season three I am really excited to announce that I'm going to have a lot more guests on the pod and perhaps a little bit more of a varied bunch I know I had a lot of dietitians on my second season uh, but 
I've got teed up some wonderful guests uh, from multiple different modalities. So I'm going to be chatting to some psychologists, exercise physiologists, a pelvic physio, naturopath and of course some more dietitians and I'm just so excited to bring a real array of viewpoints uh, some wonderful people with wonderful uh, wisdom and knowledge and thoughts and experiences to share so stay tuned I will still be doing the odd solo episode uh, and I've got a few different topics that I'm really keen to talk about maybe the odd hypnotherapy uh, which, yeah, I, I've been loving the feedback from those hypnotherapies. I think they've been really well received. So I'm excited to do more of those. So speaking of hypnotherapy, I will be starting at a new spot, seeing people in person in Melbourne as of around mid-February. So at that spot in Camberwell, I will be doing a combination of dietetics and hypnotherapy. But if people just want to see me as a dietitian, that is fine too. But I thought I'd give you a little update as to who I see for hypnotherapy now that I've finished studying. And and I am supporting people just as I usually would in terms of supporting them with intuitive eating, relationship with food and body, emotional eating, binge eating, disordered eating and eating disorder recovery, gut symptoms, IBS, uh, pain, particularly pelvic pain or endometriosis. And I also find hypnotherapy as a lovely adjunct to some of the other work I do around supporting people with their hormones, maybe things like polycystic ovary syndrome, fertility, PMS, perimenopause, and other things like relationship with movement, sleep, anxiety, and stress. So seeing people for all the things I normally see them for, but adding in hypnotherapy as a component if that feels suitable for the person and if I think it will be a support. So that's really exciting. So I will be seeing people in person in Camberwell as of mid-Feb, but I'll still be seeing people in person in Geelong as well, as well as seeing people online anywhere in the world except for the United States and Canada because insurance never covers <laughs> those locations but if you're anywhere outside of that anywhere in Australia even New Zealand I would be more than happy to see you and support you on your journey all right to finish up, I would love to share the rowboat analogy, something I've been using for quite some time, but I have recently adapted and I am love in love with the new version. So this analogy was originally done by Dr. Rick Korsman, and I find that it's a, lo a lovely analogy for how we might approach working on nutrition and our relationship with food and why people can get so stuck in the process. I swear so many people will come to me saying, I know what I quote unquote should be doing, I just can't seem to do it, or I feel like I have so much knowledge about nutrition, but I can't seem to apply it. And I think this analogy really helps. So if we think of ourselves as being in a little rowboat, we've got two paddles. One paddle is what I call knowledge in the original 
analogy they call it nutrition but I think it expands to all knowledge so it might be nutrition knowledge movement science you know about our body function or hormones or even other lifestyle factors about sleep and stress and supplement supplements you know all that knowledge we pick up over over the years and then the other paddle is what i call self-knowledge in the original analogy it's intuition which absolutely applies to but when we're thinking about self-knowledge we're thinking about the connection with our body appetite cues perhaps what feels good and what doesn't feel good maybe what foods feel good or what movement feels good or things that don't suit us it's kind of that inner wisdom maybe our connection with our emotions and our feelings knowing how to process and regulate and resource our nervous system so essentially it's it's self-knowledge is embodiment and our connection with ourselves so we've got these two paddles knowledge and self-knowledge. Now, what happens in society is that we tend to prioritize knowledge <laughs> and science from a very young age. So the knowledge paddle gets really strong and we keep building it and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And at the same time, society really diminishes the importance of self-knowledge and intuition to the point that we actually stop trusting ourselves and our body and that paddle arm gets really weak and what happens is because we've got one really strong arm we end up growing ourselves in circles and that's often that feeling of feeling stuck or feeling confused why is this not working so don't get me wrong i do think knowledge is important you know i love a bit of science but what i find is that people often don't need more knowledge or perhaps sometimes they just need support to sort out which of that knowledge is bullshit or unhelpful and which isn't. What I really love doing though is supporting people to build their self-knowledge, their connection with their body, their needs and their inner wisdom. So supporting that self-knowledge paddle and strengthening that arm because when both arms are you know, more equal, more in balance, then we can actually propel ourselves forward. Then the third part of what I have added in recently is that I can picture this little motor on the back of the rowboat and that motor actually represents support. We think that we should be able to do it all alone but to be honest support is foundational to our being and we shouldn't have to do this alone particularly something like exploring our relationship with food and our body something that can be so challenging in in this culture even if we take an example of say like babies and children before they know how to regulate their emotions they actually need what we call co-regulation that is the support of a safe other to know how to regulate and I think the same applies in adulthood. So support is crucial. If you have access to an aligned health professional, that's wonderful. It might be a medical or, or mental health practitioner, maybe a nutrition or movement or body-based practitioner, or even, even a spiritual support. Or it could be family or friends, or even just a wider community, whether that be online or in person. Or even something like technology or, or even like an app to an extent can be considered support. 
I honestly don't think we can underestimate the importance of support in this process, especially when we get tired, right? If we can't row forward or one arm is feeling a lot weaker, I believe that motor, that support is what can keep us moving forward. And truly that's what I try to be for the people that I work with. So I just felt it was such an essential part to add, add to that analogy. All right, well, that's it. That's the analogy. I hope it landed for you. I hope that little nugget of wisdom was useful. Let me know what you think over on my Instagram. I'm at Nadia Maxwell Nutrition. I'm really excited to bring to you season three of the podcast and introduce you to some wonderful people. Don't forget to reach out and let me know what you think or rate and review the podcast. I will be so appreciative and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Good Enough Nutrition. If you have thoughts or questions from today's episode, hit me up over on my Instagram at Nadia Maxwell Nutrition. If you have a moment to rate or review the podcast, that would be amazing. Or share that you're listening on your stories and tag me. I absolutely love to see it. As always, remember that guilt has no place near our food or bodies and you are good enough as you are always.